Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 194. We had a little break last week because we were busy. Matt, how you been, buddy? Long time, no chat. Yeah, not too bad, thank you, buddy. It's a, uh, it's been a, a, a bit of calming week. If you've not, if you've not been at work, um, it's been very busy. I've, I've been three people down at work. I've been doing five people's work this weekend, knackered. So Yay. last, last thing I need right now. If you're stressed out thinking about a football match this weekend, oh wait. That microwave is going to be on its last legs. Yeah, thanks for that. Of course, Champions League this weekend, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Champions League final, Liverpool versus Real Madrid. The rematch, as it as it's being dubbed. Let's not forget we've Liverpool played Real Madrid a lot of times over the years. It's not, it's not the only time they've played each other. Um, mind you... A lot of people say similarities because of who we beat in the final to get to the final. The same thing happened back in the 80s, of course. So there's a bit of similarity there. It's all good. It's all good. Um, add to the fact I'm, I'm still stressing out because um, I'm finally... I don't know if I told you, Graham, this or not, but I finally uh, finally found my papers. I'm, uh, in 15 months' time, I'm going to be fully qualified. You did mention it, and the um, I think it was the uh, I can't even remember what it's called the pre-show. Mm. So, yeah, I, I know. I'll be in 50 months' time. I'll be fully qualified, and uh, I finally be what I wanted to be since I was 10 years old, which is kind of a, kind of a fun dream. <laughs> Quite pleased with that. Anyway, I'm yakking too much, Aaron. You talk. I thought it was politeness says that normally if you ask somebody how their week was, you normally ask them back how their week was. But huh. all right. How was your week, sir? How how's your last fortnight been? I should say, really. Um, last fortnight, um, last weekend was particularly cool. Um, we'll talk about it on JGB Sports. So I'm not going to go into any uh, details right now. Um, we we've talked about, and I, I regret already in the opening saying it was the J, it was the uh, Good Cop Bad Cop Wrestling podcast because we already talked about that last week. It's just the Good Cop Bad Cop Wrestling ish podcast. Um, now we've talked about some serious issues over the 194 episodes, Matt. We haven't we've we have kind of deviated from wrestling when there's been other issues, particularly in the open agenda, and we've always made it pretty clear that hey, look, guys, our, our DMs are open. If anyone ever needs to talk. Hit us up. We, we're always we're always an ear. We can always listen. Uh, we're always there for each other. And this week's been it's been a little trying. And um, I reached out to somebody uh, through DMs, and they fucking ignored me, Matt Willis. <laughs> I emailed somebody Wednesday. Now, I had to check. I was like, did I just click draft or something? And um, no, no, I did not click draft. So, um, yeah, I was been, uh, it's been a bit of a trying week. Uh, I will be talking, I'll be hinting at some of the things in a later segment. Oh, and, um, <laughs> I've missed that. Oh, um, I feel yeah. like an ass now. <laughs> Um, you mentioned the fact that um, I'm probably going to uh, make fun of you next week um, or in a couple of weeks time. And I was like, oh, I'm not waiting that long. Uh, I was like, I'm going to mention that this week. So, um, yeah, no, I um, it was a very interesting week. Um, I did reach out to somebody and they just fucking ignored me. So anyway, everything is uh, I, everything is, uh, 
I'd like to point out, if you've sent it to me via WhatsApp, I wouldn't have ignored it. But most of it's in me via Twitter is memes and stuff. So I okay, apologize. So just for context, the the DMs I mentioned to um, I mentioned to Matt. Um, I should introduce our guest at this point because this is actually relevant. Hey, we got JB back from uh, Chat Grapple and Cheat Pops. I always feel like that's a bit of a tongue twister. I JB, I mentioned to Matt. I said, Hey, we've got JB on the show on Friday, and he's like, Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. And then I sent him that message probably about two hours later, and then yeah, he just fucking ignored it for forty eight hours. Matt, I think I might have said the F word more in that last in that first segment than I've ever said in t- that was three times. I think I think I've only said it twice before that right oh i said it four times Woo. yeah yeah you fucking did um that's is this a- what happens when i drink cider when we're doing the uh <laughs> pineapple cider no less uh which i didn't know was a thing until until about 20 minutes ago uh, i'd like to point out graham that um i'm very sorry i missed that message <laughs> very sorry but you did send it at if i check my notes here uh, you, did, you did send it at quarter past midnight. Oh, I thought you'd look at it for the next day. I wasn't expecting you to respond immediately, but and I didn't you, think you sent so- it. And because of that, because I haven't got good bad wrestle in the pinned things in my messages, it just kept getting filed further and further down uh, by people okay, who were dealing yeah. me in. It's a complete face palm moment. But normally you said all the important stuff to me via WhatsApp, so that one's sort of on you. Uh, no, oh, I like how you turn that around onto me. You've not nigging me around. He's obviously not going to ask you, JB, so I'm going to ask you. JB, how are you doing, man? How have you been? It's been, a, <laughs> it's been a few months since you've been on the show. What's been I'm going bad on? cop. Get off it. It's been, it's, been a, it's been a good few months. We've been, uh, you know, especially with the show and that, we've been working hard and we've been trying to get stuff out. You know, it doesn't always match up our times, but yeah we've been we've been doing doing well and i mean it's good to see you guys are doing well good to chat to you guys i see i always jump in i try my best to jump in the chat on radio techers there's a plug for someone if they want it um and yeah like it's uh you know i love this show i love i love jumping in and you know chatting away to the both of you so yes yeah, it's now i don't always button. know when it comes from your twitter feed i don't always know if it's you or chris but i know one of you jumped on down our throats and it was like you haven't had us on the show for ages i'm like hey it's only been like five months we still have people man it's been over a year and we haven't managed to get them back on and it i, I gotta admit that is bad cop moment on us but <laughs> within a year we should be able to get people back on but it uh, most of the time the reason we can't get people back on is it's our fault it's our schedules like, it's normally me nice. most of the time. Like, it's like, sorry, I can't do Saturday. So it's like, hey, can we go Friday? And Friday's just not always a convenient time for people. So it's, um, it is what it is. But hey, I'm, I'm glad we could get you back on. I, I was excited as well. When I said to Matt, I was like, yep, we got JB on again. So like, this is cool. That's all work. Really cool, dude. And it's always nice to have you aboard the show for sure. And um, a lot of love when I never see you uh, jump into the chat on Techers because. You, you do you speak knowledge, sir, and that is um, something which not everyone in the chat on Texas, including people in the host chair sometimes, um, um, can say. So thank you very much for that. Uh, no, you're welcome. Uh, it is, I think the last show I managed to jump in on was, uh, was when the host uh, muted himself for like 10 minutes. <laughs> That was Tanner. That was hilarious. He had no idea. We're shouting in the chat like Tanner, unmute yourself. He had no idea. He had no idea. I know. I got. I literally just got home from work and Graham messaged me saying Tanner's been on mute for like the last ten, fifteen minutes. So I slid up. I was like, 
on whom on whom he might jump in like um, Tanner, you're mute. And he unmuted himself as I typed up into the chat. I was like, oh, God, you idiot. Brilliant. Oh, you can't funny. script that stuff. You can't script it. Nope. That was good. All right. I want to talk some wrestling, though, as well, because it's been a couple of weeks. How about we hit some good cop moments? Let's do this. Good. Bad. Guests always get to go first. I mean, we've been away for a while, but some things don't change. JB, you are up first. What is your main good cop moment of the week? Uh, main good cop. Let's. Uh, I have two that they're very, they're pretty quick. Um, one is all the wrestling that's on this weekend, and in sport in general, because there is you know something else on on yeah. Saturday night before any wrestling kicks off. So yeah, happy days for everyone. Both shows very different. But I'll most likely be watching them, so I'm happy to be. It's happy to, happy time to be a wrestling fan. Any particular matches you're looking forward to on the card? I'm assuming you're talking AEW, right? Uh, yeah, um, AEW could be. It could be good. It could be good. I don't want to bash it straight away, but you know, it's. Uh, you know, I I think Punk and Hangman will knock it out of the park. I really do. Me too. I think it will be an enjoyable match. I know people don't like punk on this show, and you know it's a it's a thing. Oh, I like I'm, punk. Not the big, I'm not the biggest fan. I'm not the biggest fan either, and I don't think the promos lead nothing. Anything has been great, but I think the match will be excellent. Now I got to admit, I'm a little out of touch with WWE. When's their next pay per view? Is that this weekend as well? Uh, next weekend. Oh, the following weekend. Okay. Yeah, Jubilee weekend. Okay. All right. And uh, the other one is we're going to Cardiff. Is anyone else going? <laughs> It's a little too far for me. <laughs> I looked into it, and then that, yeah, it was like, no, nah, that's, that's that's a long that's a long car ride from uh, Virginia. So yeah, I, I got to tap out on that one. See, the only thing is, is that I could have gone to that, but there's no way financially I could justify that. I'm paying for a wedding, <laughs> so uh, it's not just a ticket for the venue because the ticket for the venue that's affordable, but yeah. it's the travel, it's accommodation. The second that they announced it was going to be in Cardiff, when it was going to be, the price for every hotel in Cardiff went up nearly a thousand percent. And at which point I, well, the words I came across my my lips were, "You money grabbing bastards," because I didn't know the Welsh for it. <laughs> um, yeah, but to be fair, um, as amazing as um, the clash at the castle was going to be, and it would be great. And you're going to have McIntyre in the main event because you'd be stupid not to have a Celt in the main event in in Wales. You'd be stupid not to do that. I'm going to be enjoying my wrestling a little bit closer to home with August Assassinations um, with CXW, the one for four. So and it'll be a lot cheaper for me to go to that. And I get to meet everybody. Sorry. The other thing I know is that whenever you go to um, a WPV event as well, you like to drop $450 on a belt as well. So that, that definitely makes it a bad expensive deal. Uh, obje- objection, Your Honor. That was one time that was Wrestle Fucking Mania. you got to give him that. Uh, it's, it's fair enough. It's fair enough. And I'd like to point out that I was weighing up whether or not to get an IWGP belt when I was at Madison Square Garden with you, Graham. We were looking at them, you've got to admit, although I was told later by Mags, 
But if I had bought one, it would have been a fake. It wouldn't have been a, the real deal. They don't, they don't do replica belts. Ah. Mags, exactly. Mags, Mags told me later, <laughs> good job you did it, because, but that's what happened when one of the, the Intercontinental belt in, in New Japan got broken. It actually got broken because it was being wheeled around too much. They have the dispute going on for belt maker. They actually had to buy one of the, the counterfeit ones to actually put into a big debate. They wouldn't they wouldn't cast a new one for. Them. Wow. Yeah, that's how, that's how much you can't get copies of them. It's, it's ridiculous. Mm. They weigh five hundred bucks for one of those and managed to put it on. Wouldn't it be possible to get an actual Welsh wrestler in? Possibly, but certainly not someone who can main event. Drew McIntyre is definitely not Welsh. Well, they, no, but they, no, but but they, they used to have that Mason Ryan back that. But last time he was in WWE was twenty eleven when he was part of the New Nexus. So there's um, people on NXT UK though who are Welsh. They, I'm not yeah. saying that's the main event, but you'd want. Why are they part of the card at least? They, I don't think that's like, been announced yet. I think it would be foolish to not. I think JB would agree with yeah. that. One. Like the Saudi Arabia event. I know we're not big fans of it, particularly Matt, but they always have somebody from Saudi Arabia. They get Mansoor in the card, yes. Exactly. You're yeah, going to get somebody. You're going to gonna get the local it. boy or the local woman in wrestling or whatever. It just seems mm. like an obvious one. Is it a cheap pop? Sure, but it seems like something that's an obvious move. I think that I think like JB, like JB said, I think they'd have to get um, because um, I know that um, I believe Andrews is is from. Uh, Mark Andrews is from Cardiff. I was thinking of Mark Flash Webster, I think. Yeah, yeah that, like Mo- that. Morgan Flash Webster, yeah. Morgan um, Flash, yeah. thank you. Yeah, uh, I, I believe uh, it would be uh, certainly prudent to get them on the car, because it, it is a cheap pop, maybe, but uh, cheap pops are always well-received. Um, he won't make an event, but at the same time, I think they're going to get him on Raw and or SmackDown just to get in. So, so people watching at home who maybe don't watch NXT UK will have a bit more knowledge about him. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm a bit, I am a li- I am quite envious of JB going to Castle the Castle. Where are you sitting, JB? Uh, we we haven't bought the uh, we haven't bought the cheapest seats and we haven't bought the most expensive seats. I think our seats were about seventy quid each. So Gorilla, yeah. okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we're sitting on the roof. Um, it, I mean, we got wind of this show like a little bit before any announcements, so we booked our Airbnb like weeks before anything went up. Oh, smart. Always, always nice when you get the little heads up. Yeah, so um, we didn't get fleeced in the slightest for our for mm. our room or our apartment stay in Cardiff. It was quite. And I have seen some of the prices for some of those hotels, and it is it is disgrace what they're doing. Mm. But supply and demand. It's the same with EGX. Yeah. Same with, it's the same with EGX. I know you're not a gaming fan, guys. I won't talk gaming on the show. But when we when they announced when the uh, event was going to be this year, they announced last year the dates for this year. The price for them had already gone up so much so that um, uh, about about two three weeks ago. Um, me and Chris actually changed our booking to a different hotel. We've gone one stop down the, the uh, DLR, one stop, and it saved us two hundred pounds. Sounds like an obvious. That sounds like a no-brainer. No-brainer. The hotel I stayed at last Friday. I, I happened to 
just out of curiosity, look to see what it was this Friday. Three and a half times more than what it was last Friday. Uh, it's Memorial Day weekend over here. It's near the beach. And I was like, people want to go down to the beach when they get a lot extended weekend. But yeah, they definitely make the most of it whenever they can. And yeah, it's flying the man, like you said. Next weekend can be madness as well because it's Jubilee four day weekend. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Matt. What you got for your main good cop moment then? Okay, my main good cop moment. Well, um, it's actually sort of an unsure cop moment. Okay. Because we noticed since we've been to our last show, um, literally our last show dropped, and then the next day, um, Benomi and Sasha thing happened on Raw. Mm-hmm. Now, it's unsure because we, we as fans still don't know if this is legit or if we're being worked. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's a good con moment, because if it is legit, then that means Naomi and Sasha are going to move on to other companies and we're going to see working with other people. Great. That's great. great. New, new matches, always good. You know, happened. But if we're being worked, that's equally good. Because maybe that means Naomi will finally hook up the bloodline, for example. Maybe Sasha will... Well, actually, a lot of people aren't as bothered about Sasha as I am. A lot of people generally don't think Sasha was... I don't think she threw a paddy after WrestleMania last year um, and then disappeared and finally did come back. And a lot of people don't care if she comes back this time, from all accounts. Um, I, I want her to. I'm hoping this is we're gonna, this is all a work, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure, and but and that excites me. Um, they've been throwing around ideas for a four-team tournament to decide who's gonna be the new champions. Um, apparently, the names that were being bandied about are uh, Tamina and Dana Brooke, Natalia and Shayna Baszler, Nikki Ash with Dewdrop. And Carmella and Zelina Vega. Bear in mind, they broke up before WrestleMania. So I'm not entirely sure that's going to be legit to you or not. But I like tournaments, don't get me wrong. But I don't know if I want this payoff for it. I, 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 I want to know what happens. But at the same time, normally when this sort of thing happens, it's not addressed on screen. As proven with what happened in, in NXT when they won the NXT Tag Team Championships and then were just quietly stripped of them. Wasn't really addressed. This was full fearless on screen. So this is what I'm thinking. It, it, it just feels too much like it's in a story. But I also know sometimes it's not always. What do you gentlemen think? Start with JP. I... Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think that they would be this transparent with uh, with such inner workings. And I think it's a work, and I'm sure they'll be back. I think they're reheating them for SummerSlam. That's, uh, that was what I said when I first saw it, and I'm sticking to it for now. It's It just has all the hallmarks of a, of a good work. Mm, and and I, I enjoy that. Graham, your thoughts? 
Yeah, I, I think we're all on the same page here. It, like you say, I don't think that's something that they would announce and go into such details about. If they had a, a beef with some of the people, I think they would sweep it under the carpet. They'd keep it quiet because it just makes the company look bad as well. Mm. Like you don't want to hear news that your employers are unhappy. That's something that you'd keep quiet about and you'd quietly release them and then you'd never mention them at all. So no. there's something yeah, there's something that's not quite fitting together right now. And um, But yeah, I like you say, if if it turns out that hey no this is legit, then um, yeah, those the opportunity for new matches, you're not going to say it, but I'll say it. Um, AEW, I think Sasha would definitely go to AEW, and I think that would be, I think that's somewhere she could thrive as well. And like you said, some of those matches, I'd quite happily see Sasha versus Thunder Rosa. I'd happily see Sasha versus Chris Statlander. I'd happily see Sasha versus Selena Deeb. There, there's a few matches straight away that I'd be quite happy to see. So um, yeah, it's. I think this is the is this a win win? It sounds like it. I can see why this would be a good cop moment. Whichever way it is, it's a, a good cop moment, right? But yeah, I'm I'm smelling a rat as well. Something doesn't quite fit together. Um, some of the pieces that are coming out, they just seem to be coming out at strange times. It's like that that doesn't really fit with their mo. They don't normally do stuff like that. Mm. So, but yeah, I, it's which either way they're putting a good story together. So it's yeah. it's it's feeding me. There's enough in there to make it believable. But at the same time, you're like. I, we, we also think we're being too ill, think we're too smart as fans. And some and the beautiful thing is, is that you get the uh, you get the quote for journalists, uh, me talking about um, the man who not mentioned who worked for the Observer newsletter uh, because he's a twat. For example, him, um, people like him and Alva, I can't think what I normally call him on the because we're on the air. Um, him, Brian and Dave, they they got their names. Um, they uh, they 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 being fed all this stuff, and they're being fed it deliberately. Clearly, it's deliberate because Vince. We 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 all got this image that Vince is this absolute person who's completely out of touch, and to an extent he is. To an extent he is. But if he's played every single one of us, he's done it before. He's absolutely done it before. I mean, what he and Punk did back in 2011, I mean, the amount of that that was... I mean, don't you know, I get that there was probably a lot of animosity between them as well. But they did all that in front of a camera. And they played the entire of Chicago like a fucking fiddle. Don't you think it's plausible, though, as well, that Sasha could not be happy with Ronda Rousey? To me, that seems perfectly plausible. Oh, like, for sure. Like, she's not a traditional wrestler. She took all that time out of the company, and then suddenly she comes back, and she has a... Like, it makes sense. It, it, it does make sense that she would be unhappy. I get that, but Sasha also decided to bugger off for half of last year. Not forget that she but she lost the to Bianca Belair, fucked off for six months, then come back expecting to be to the tree again. Uh, Rhonda left to have a baby, and then came back. Well, she was pregnant when she left the company. No, but she she no, but she left because she was injured, and then while she was in, she wanted to start a family. She's entitled to do that. Sasha got Sasha, in my opinion, if you've got personal beef with someone, that's fine. You can have personal beef with someone. Heaven knows I've got personal beef. With Graham off air, you know this is all this is all for show. You know, off screen we hate each other, you know, absolutely hate each other. But 
There is. That's why I didn't get my uh, text responded to. Oh, no, it's There's a lot of um, things in, a lot of moving parts here, and we all want to see what happens. But of course, the payoff is what we look forward to. And some of them, as you say, JB, that could be explosive for sure. Uh, just one more point to add. This sure. is a great point. Um, Sasha will never, or Mercedes, everyone call her, will never be a bigger star than where she is. She drops down to AEW, and I'm saying it's a drop down because the women's division is not as, it's not as recognised. It's not as good. However you want to say it, it's booked terribly. That too. Um, yeah, she's not gonna, she's not gonna be a bigger star moving to AEW. She should know where her where her bread is buttered here, for sure. Mm. I mean, Impact Women's is absolutely stunning. Impact know how to book a women's division, for sure. Uh, and it's amazing me they didn't do more with that when they were working with AEW more last year. It's amazing me on that side of things. But back to one side, you're right, absolutely. Um, I definitely think Sasha should stick where she is because she's got every chance of being a Hall of Famer where she is right now. Don't burn your bridges. If it is the jet, don't burn your bridges, Sasha, for God's sake. Although, how you said it, we fought Cody burning your bridges. <laughs> so, so, who knows, so, who knows anymore? Who knows anymore? Anyway, Greg, what was your good comment of the week? Well, obviously, it's been two weeks since we recorded. I, I think we recorded on Friday last time as well. Yes, um, I think I, I joked about taking a, a disc into uh, the New Japan Pro Wrestling event, which it's I Saturday totally morning, Graham. It's I totally Saturday forgot morning. to do in the end. But anyway, um, clearly that would be one of my good cop moments. But seeing as I've already talked about um, on the JGB Wrestling podcast, I'm not going to bring that one up again. If you want to hear my thoughts on that, go check that out. We'll get a little cheap plug in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to talk about the other event that I went to that weekend that we haven't recorded for. And the reason we haven't recorded it for is because I got Mason with me who doesn't seem to record podcasts anymore. So I went up to uh, MCW. I booked tickets a long time ago. I think it was Millersville, Maryland. And the reason I bought tickets specifically for that show was um, the Hardy Boys were, t- were touring at that point. They were going around to lots of different places. It was one of the first uh, shows that it was actually announced for. And um, there was multiple events, that, multiple matches, sorry, that they announced that it was suddenly like, oh, good. These are people I want to see, uh, including on the card as well. Um, Joey Janela. Um, I forgot his name. Speedball. I can't remember his name. My brain's like Even this is what I get. When I don't write notes down. Uh, Speedball was there, whatever his name is, and uh, Chris Bay as well. I was like, oh, that's a tasty three-way match straight away. Um, so there was lots of different things that were on the card. Um, we managed to get. I told you, Matt, like the price of the tickets, and we talked about that earlier. In the end, I managed to get fourth row, and it was about it was thirty dollars, and I was like, that, that's good enough. Fourth row is really close. We, we'll be able to see them uh, close enough. And as the room was set up it was we were on the shorter side of the rectangle we were actually the back row of the four rows so if we wanted to we could have stood up and kind of looked and nothing happened um on the other sides the rows must have gone back oof, probably 15 20 rows for an indie event you tend to think that you're going to get super close and for this one here they were packing them in obviously they obviously paid a lot of money to get the hardies there and they wanted to get a lot of people in and sure enough they did they, they got a lot of people um who were there for this one 
I only really want to talk about the main event. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. The show was good right from the start to the finish. They had lots of different people on who were good, but this is not a review of the whole show. It's the main moment. And the Hardys, we saw them as we were walking into the show. Matt, I did not decide to. I know I hummed and hard a little bit, and I was like, I, I think it's too much money. And it was. I did not pay the $150 to get a picture with the pair of them, to get an autograph with the pair of them. We saw them, and Mason agreed with me. It's like, that's cool enough. It's like, they're right there. We can see him. I'm like, yeah, we, we can see him. It feels good enough. Um, the match, I don't think I've experienced a pop in an indie show as much as when their music dropped. Everybody went absolutely crazy. Everybody had their phones out. Everybody wanted to film it. And then when they finally walked through the curtains, because they have a proper curtain there as well, it was it was pandemonium. It was brilliant. Um, they had a huge guardrail that went right down the middle so you could get to the ring. And Mason already told me, he's like, as soon as this last match finishes, I'm going across to the guardrail to see if I can get a high five from the Hardy Boys. I'm like, sure, go. Absolutely, go for it. And he disappeared. I watched the opening. They came in. Everyone's going crazy. Everyone's taking pictures. He comes back and informs me he got a high five from Matt and Jeff. I was like, yes, that's really cool. Uh, match was good. Longer than I thought. I did not think they would put on a long match. I'm like, all right, we're going to get to see all the moves. We know the other team's going to dominate to begin with. Hardy Boys come back. Five to ten minute match. That's probably about it. I don't know the official time of the match. It felt like 15 minutes. We got to see everything in this one. We got to see all. We got to see the Hardys. We got to see them both. We did get to see false moves as well. You're like, ah, oh, here it comes, twist of fate, and then he got reversed. And we're like, oh, how can you do that? Like, we want to see the signatures. We got to see pretty much everything in the end. Um, but no, it was a good match. I can't even remember who they faced. It's Mike Bennett, and I can't. I'm trying to remember who the other person is. It's somebody from Ring of Honor. Um, uh, this is how much I was into the Hardys. Like, it was just so cool to see them. I have since um, looked on Facebook and I found somebody who was posting pictures from the event. And I was like, oh, obviously they're going to have pictures of the Hardy Boys coming out for the entrance. You can clearly see Mason is right next to the Hardys as they come out. Um, I am going to rent this on pay-per-view. I think it's $10, $15, but I want that screenshot of Mason getting a high five from Jeff and uh, from Matt as well. Um, I think that 50, I think the uh, $15 to rent it will be equally as good as the $150 if I'd physically spent it to get the autograph and the picture. Um, and it was an absolute cracking event. I, I was exhausted the next day. I think it went finished about 10 o'clock at night. We had to drive back for an hour, and then I was up again 5, 6 the next morning. But uh, I wouldn't change it for the world. It was great to see those guys. And um, I, lo I love the Hardy Boys as a tag team. I don't think that's going to change. But seeing them that close was probably better than when I saw them at SummerSlam in uh, 2000, I think. Where they lost. Uh, doesn't matter. It, the match was oh, a crack. It always matters, Graham. When, when, you, see, when you see your favourites win, it always, it's always better. Uh, I'm sure, of course, of course. But this one, if you if you ask me in the future, like if we were to talk about this in 10, 20 years time, we're talking about the Hardy Boys. I will talk about the MCW more than I'll talk about the SummerSlam 2000. That's fair enough. You said that you said with your son. Of course, you're going to talk about fourth row. Like I can't afford that level of WWE ticket. I just can't. The Indies put out some moments like this that they don't happen very often, but when they happen, it's like you kind of have to make the most of it because they're not going to be wrestling together for much longer. And to be that close and to see them still while they can wrestle at a high standard, it, it, it was great to see. It was, it was great fun. It was an obvious good cop moment for me. I get that. I feel good. I, I'm absolutely thrilled at the level of 
you know, dad saving that just went on there. That Graham's out here playing 4D chess with this sort of saving. Why pay $150 when you can pay for 15 and, and screenshot? That is so cool. I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with that. It, I, I could have afforded it. I actually did some. We don't really get overtime as teachers, but sometimes we're asked to do extra things and they'll pay us. So I had a bit of extra money. I, I could have done it, but it was just like, nah, I, I'd rather... I would, oh, actually, I should say that right at the end, actually. Um, I forgot this moment. If you hadn't mentioned it, I would have forgotten this point. There was other wrestlers who I wanted to get um, pictures from. Uh, Speedball Bailey. I don't know why it suddenly just came to me. I finally remembered his name. Um, there were other people who I wanted to get autographs from, and I didn't actually see them. And one of them was Chris Bay, because uh, Matt, he was supposed to be at Nova Pro. Um, to the event that we went to. He was supposed to be main eventing versus Eric Royal. So mm. Chris Bay was one person I really wanted, particularly now he's in the Bullet Club. So as we're going out, Chris Bay's there, and I'm like, perfect. I'm going to get Jackson a souvenir. I was like, how much are your autographs? And he's like, $20. I'm like, perfect. Give me the one that's got the Bullet Club on it. And well, I mentioned the fact that my youngest son couldn't be there, blah, 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 because it was too late. And he mentioned, he's like, oh, give Jackson a two sweet from me. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And as we walked out, I mentioned it. And um, Mason mentioned, he's like, oh, I got a two sweet from Chris Bay. I was like, you did? I was like, how do you do that? I was like, I didn't see that. He's like, yeah, this person who was ahead of us before us gave him a two sweet. And obviously, Chris Bay had to respond. So he gave Mason a two sweet. So he got a two sweet from a Bullet Club member and he got high fives from the Hardys. And my outlay on the day was $20 after tickets. So. I think that worked pretty good. I'm just, pretty good. It's, it's like, why didn't you get one? I was like, I didn't even think about it. I honestly didn't even think about it. But hey, I only got my high five from CM Punk this year, so I'm good. I'm still, I'm still on a high from that. I, nothing, nothing's gonna match up to that ever again. So, and I like to bring it up because I don't wind you up, Matt. The only one bad thing about uh, the whole Chris Bay being in a Bullet Club, Graham. Right? The only one bad thing about it, it does feel Bullet Club now just feels a lot like NWO. In in um, WCW circa 1999, everyone's in it. Uh huh. Uh, doesn't really feel like it's special anymore. I mean, we watched a battle royal at at the New Japan show on the pre-show, and everyone was saying when it counted down to two, it was saying two, sweet, because every other person coming in was a Bullet Club member, and it just lost a little something for me. It's not special anymore. It was special to a 14-year-old. No, no, that that bit was special. That bit was special. I'm just saying the whole thing in general. I get The fact that he was there. The Bullet Club don't go to indie shows like that. That's mm-hmm. kind of a big deal. So. Yeah. Yep. All right. Time for our speed check round. Since you were last on JB, in honor of Chris's amazing comment about things that take 90 seconds, uh, we've actually extended our um, we extend our speed check from 60 seconds to 90 seconds. If there is anything else that you considered a good cop moment, we would like to hear it now. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I don't have many more good cop moments for this one. Um, it's I've not been there. Uh... I'm 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 out of the loop, I guess. Don't pressure the guest, Graham. Don't pressure the guest. <laughs> oh, I see. I've got the timer up. I haven't. Yeah. I, I mean, I. Yeah. Not for me. I'm, I'm going to Cardiff. That that counts for me. I'm done. Oh, that gets fine for me. <laughs> hey, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. All right, Matt. We didn't even need the ninety. I'm sure you'll need ninety because you've got two weeks worth of stuff to talk about. I've only got one thing that stands out to me, Graham. Unfortunately, it came up this week. And that is that the, the news that a podcast is as is ending 
And oh. it's, it's, no, this is a good comment for a reason. Um, the uh, Table Talk podcast is ending, which of course is Devon Dudley's podcast. Now the reason why it leave, why it's finishing, Grant, is because he is returning to WWE to become a trainer at the Performance Center, which is fantastic. Wow. Devon, Hall of Famer, of course, that he is, does be there. He um, he was a producer. He's been a producer on the, for the main roster since 2016, but he's not. But he's been sidelined since February, since undergoing spinal fusion surgery. He's never allowed to wrestle again because of it, which is obviously not so good. But he can still run. He can jump and play basketball, but he can't play. He can't wrestle anymore, unfortunately. But he can pass on to a new generation, and that's a good cop moment because Devon Dudley, hold my brother. Testify. Um, I never got to see him in action. I, I was never lucky enough to see him wrestle. Uh, you did, Graham, as part of that, as part of that match at SummerSlam. Um, and yeah, the fact that he's gonna be alongside people like Matt Bloom, Road Dog, Shawn Michaels. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good team to have at Former Center. Devon, get the tables. That'll work. Now that's right on time. You've been practicing or something while we've been while we've been off air. That was well, I always hit a nice second shot, Graham. It's fine. There you go. Um, I got one thing that I saw a story on that kind of caught my eye. When I researched it a little bit more, I find out it's probably not going to happen. Um, AEW is looking to run a show at Wrigley Field. Now, for the non-baseball fans amongst us, <laughs> Wrigley Field is Chicago uh, Cubs Stadium. Uh, it's an iconic stadium. It's along with the Red Sox. It's the oldest baseball stadium currently still being used by a major league team. Tony Khan on during an event at Wrigley Field said, quote, it would be interesting to do something at Wrigley Field. I've been to a good amount of events at Wrigley Field, though, that have been rained out. That's harder when you have hundreds of thousands of people that pay money for a pay-per-view and sit in a rain delay. It doesn't make as much sense. One of the reasons I scouted out Arthur Ashe was because they have a roof. Daly's Place, we did outdoor shows for over a year with a roof. Wrigley Field would probably be my number one dream venue. I just wish there was a way to put a roof over it. So it sounds like it's probably not going to happen, but just that little hint that it's something that he wants to do. Tony Khan tends to be one of those people, if he wants something, he goes and makes it happen. So with it being in Chicago, I think that's possibly something. I don't think we're going to see it in the next couple of years, but I think it's something, if the, if the growth comes continues i think it's something i could look forward to in the future and for that reason that's why it's a, a good cop moment as well how big is the field graham how big is it um i think the capacity is probably around uh 35,000 perhaps it's obviously not as big as football stadiums because they don't have as many uh levels because when with safety field when they have wrestlemania safety field in seattle that's a that's a baseball field i believe uh huh they held fifty eight thousand there for WrestleMania, so that would be a, that would be a good take. Obviously, oh, yeah. they could do that. Um, yeah, uh, the whole thing, uh, the whole thing about that, the fact that it's like about rain delays and you know that sort of crap that he's he spouting on that side of things. WrestleMania have had 12, 13, maybe fourteen out to WrestleManias, and they've had one rain delay ever. Yeah, uh, which is impressive. To be fair, it's just having yeah. the first one back from a pandemic as well that that happened for. Which we we also got to see Samoa Joe look adorable in that uh, in that plastic mat, which was absolutely sensational. Um, but the I just Wrigley Field 
you're you're just trying to how much how much can he try and milk CM Punk at this point? I mean, don't get me wrong, CM Punk has been great for AEW in terms of selling ice cream bars. Okay, don't get me wrong on that side of things, but that matters that there's only so much you can milk that cow before it turns into basically uh, red and yellow with a very bad moustache. I love how my 90-second moment was turned into something where you spoke for even longer than 90 I've seconds. got a problem with this. Unsurprisingly. Unsurprisingly. They could be the richest... Fulham could be the richest club ever to be relegated from the Premier League, right? Uh-huh. Could be. Could be. All right. All right. We've talked yeah, about... Do the JB want to come in or something? He's, he's getting frustrated. Fucking Chicago. What is with the fucking hard-ons for Chicago and their fan base? It is fucking shocking. Sorry, guys. Like, uh, and you know, I, I'm I'm not even I'm not apologising to Chicago on this either. Like they, and to your point, Matt, about milking the cow. Yeah, how long before it turns to cheese? Which is what it will be. It'll be fucking cheese at that point. Hard cheese, and yeah, go somewhere else. There's fans all over the country there. Why keep milking the Chicago fan base? They're not even that good. You know, oh, they, they can scream one person's name for 20 minutes. You know, my missus can do that for me. <laughs> oh, my right. goodness. And that's why we're lining back, guys. Let's go to bad cop. <laughs> I didn't actually Sorry, have a, a devil's advocate for you, JB, at one point. I, I shouldn't have even worried. I, I could have got one easily from anything that you just said in the last minute there. Uh, there was a choice of like three or four things I could have picked, but hey. Definitely. My, that's, my that's, apologies. That's, that's a bad cop moment right there. Let's keep it going. Let's do some more. Hey, Maxie, do you think people listening to this show like wrestling podcasts? I would hope that they do, because they're listening to one. Do you think they would like our wrestling podcast? Well, if you could call it a wrestling podcast, because we cover the gamut of topics. We have food takes, we talk about movies, and we intertwine that with watching a little bit of the cool wrestling we do indeed. This is Cy and Max from the Chain Wrestling Podcast. You can find us at Chain underscore Wrestling on Twitter. Quite proud of our little show that we do. It seems to make a few people giggle. So if you're interested in listening to two silly plonkers ramble on about some old wrestling and then maybe have a little vote in a poll to decide where we go next, why don't you give us a try? What do you reckon, Max? Yeah, if that sounds like your cup of tea, go and check out uh, our content. There we go. I think that'll do, Magsy, won't it? Brilliant. Yeah, same. See, look at that. We, we can add lib and everything. Good. Bad. All right. We talked about the good. Let's talk about the bad. What do you got for your main bad cop moment of the week, JB? GCW. Oh, yeah. okay. How have you been up to? Uh, what was it? Uh, faking COVID test results? Oh, jeez. I did not see this. Oh, wow. Oh, have you not? What okay. the fuck? Oh. Uh, I think you said, what is it, Brett Lauderdale? Is that his name? Yeah. He's uh, uh, been accused by people who work there of faking COVID test results. You know, and that that just does not sit right. That is... 
wrong on very many levels. So it could have been, you know, anyone that went to a GCW show may as well have gone to a COVID party and just, you know, it's, yeah, not giving people that choice and it doesn't sit right. Shame on them. I'm assuming that he did this then, so wrestlers who would have been ineligible to wrestle could actually wrestle in the events. That's what yeah. I'm guessing from that. Yeah. So you're prepared to endanger the health of fellow wrestlers, uh, people who were at the event as well. you got, obviously, the ring crew. you got everybody who works backstage. you got all those people, and you're going to ignore that just for the sake of making extra money. Um, there's your business, man. But, yeah, I absolutely agree. That's absolutely appalling that that would happen. Um, I did not see that story at all. Um, I have been a little busy at times this week, but yeah, I, I totally missed that one. Matt, did you? I'm guessing from your reaction, you didn't see that either. I was, I had heard that one. It's not been a, it's not been a great week for for GCW. I've had with Joey Janela, which was my main bad cop moment of the week. Uh, the flaming super kick, we went wrong. No fight through, which is anywhere near it. Uh, let's face it, that was. Uh, wait, who who designed that without fighting through, anywhere near it? For fuck's sake. I thought that was like a basic building requirement. Like I was actually um, last weekend, I was actually touring a battleship and like uh, on, on museums and like everywhere you look, there's a fire extinguisher every, I don't want to say how far apart, but you see them frequently. Like it's just part of the thing. How can mm. you not have that in a, um, in a location with that? Yeah. But specifically for what just happened, you would have to have something like that. Like that's a basic precaution. What is it? I mean, I mean, we've seen, We've seen flaming table matches in WWE. Granted, the WWE is obviously the big conglomerate and all that rubbish. And it gets hated on rightly so sometimes. But when they've got big things going on with fire, they've always thrown there immediately with fire extinguisher. We saw it with Daniel Bryan and, and Kane. We saw it with Edge and Mick Foley. They're there with the extinguisher to put them out. Um, because fire is dangerous. Fire kills. I was I was last night with with Platinum Man Table. We actually went to a fire station door. Mate, I shared it around on Facebook because it was a, a lovely time. It was very fun. Even got some got a trip. That's the point. One of the things they mentioned was is that the in the ground the hydrants are, are minimum. I think is it minimum or maximum, Chris, ninety feet apart. Ignore me. Um, <laughs> I think it's 90, 90 feet, I think, is, uh, the, is the maximum you'll find them apart in the United Kingdom, in the street. So if that's in the street, it should be closer for, for extinguishers, for sure. Very good to have them in your home, for heaven's sake. Um, so the fact that they didn't have any... They knew where this spot was going to happen. They, it was, so why didn't they have one there? Didn't need to be a big one. Didn't need to be one of those handheld ones. Bang, that's done. You can get Someone's, a fire blanket, which you can just wrap around somebody and immediately extinguish the flames as well. There's like a whole host of different things you could do. Yeah. As well, absolutely. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I hadn't seen that. I, I have just quickly glanced. Who fakes the tests themselves? Not the results. He, they made fake tests, which, by the way, in America, is a federal offense. Yeah, it, it has to be. Yeah. That's, I don't know how long in prison, but um, I, I'm quoting here, here because he would be asked for comment. Uh, I believe the guy in question was Lauderdale. Uh, he put out a brief comment say, who really, um, said, 
I referred the matter to my lawyer, and as much as I'd like to comment, I've been advised not to. That's never a good sign. <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, yeah, because otherwise he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna put himself this, in big trouble. Yep. This, I mean, DW has risen up and become one of the bigger indie promotions in in recent times. And with with the uh, closing of several promotions that me and Graham went to see WrestleMania weekend, um, Shikara and Nova come to mind. Um, others as well just have fallen by the wayside because of the pandemic. For them to fall by the wayside for something that was so stupid, I'm sorry. Um, to quote Caitlin from Dungeons and Junkies, get in the fucking bin. It's so fucking carny. That is. Somebody, I have had COVID twice. Okay, I am very fortunate to have survived it twice. Some poor fucker that they haven't been quite so lucky. You do not fake this stuff. This is serious. People are still dying from it in America. Over a million people have died from it. Mm-hmm. It's wrong on so many levels. You said, Graham. So, yeah, um, I, I, I will pass straight to you, Graham, because I've done my bad cop moment. So um, I'm going to uh, pass it back to you. Um, my bad cop moment is kind of short, really. And thankfully, we're dropping that wrestling side of it. But I, I will get back to the wrestling side. Um, obviously, in the US this week, and I'm sure the news um, made it across the pond as well to Britain. I would be surprised if it didn't. Um, the incident at the primary school in Texas. Um obviously as a teacher as well it's particularly tragic as a parent it's particularly tragic and some of the things that are coming out from it since then are even more tragic it certainly seems like it was something that possibly could have been avoided uh some of the comments were just ridiculous um i think i think if i remember correctly the governor basically said it could have been worse which is no consolation to anybody um not, not very helpful anyway where am i going with this um i did see that Lady Frost has changed her Twitter name. Um, she is at Real Lady Frost, but now instead of saying Ice Cold Killer, it says in parentheses Ice Cold Killer as a gimmick. And um, she did ask, who needs an AR-15? What fucking 18-year-old needs an AR-15? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And somebody did respond, none, none at all. Also, I see you've specified the whole gimmick thing in your name. Shouldn't have to do that, but considering recent events, I understand why you would. Just to shame the world, this w- shame the way this world is. Things like what happened today shouldn't have happened. And I actually found myself correcting myself a couple of times this week. Like I had a student who had a, a detention, and they gave them the pass to me to remind the student they had it. And as I was giving it to him, I was like, um, "Yeah, don't shoot the messenger." And as soon as I was like, "Oh shit!" As soon as I said it, I was like, "No, you better not." There's just certain things now where it's just unfortunate where you have to change things for for things that shouldn't be happening. And um, yeah, I think it's it's kind of sad that Lady Frost had to change that name. Um, I was thinking of some of the different wrestlers. Obviously, there's people like Killer Cross as well. Um, you've, you've obviously got plenty of people. I was feeling for Mr. Grimm this week as well, because the, the assassin is part of his gimmick as well. I'm hoping it doesn't affect too many wrestlers with their livelihood. Um, I'm hoping that people can differentiate between idiots with guns and wrestlers putting on entertainment i'm hoping that can happen but it's kind of a shame that lady frost has to explain that ice cold killer is a gimmick but i like the person said i could totally understand with the things that happened this week um why that why she would need to do that yeah it it made it made it over here Greg, for sure it was all over the uh 24 hour news here 
Uh, obviously, um, I add my condolences to everyone involved in that, and only only worse news coming out of everything on an, on a hourly basis. It feels like about it. Um, I I remember someone saying like, anyone who need body, who goes in buying body armor from a shop, don't sell it. Could report it. Because, you know, you really that depth for, I think, about 150 bucks to buy some body armor. You really that depth for 150 bucks? You, technically, you sold that body armor, that then you could, some people could see it as you having them death on your conscience. I couldn't do that. Clearly, but the gun is so high in America. It's, uh, it's, it's terrible. Um, there is some good, there are, there are some ways that um, some people have taken that into context so Graham in a way um you saw that lady foster for example there is a video game series i'm quite fond of called the hitman video game series and if you want to be an arsehole you can equip an assault rifle and massacre a level if you can you can be that kind of dick you can be it won't let you share any footage from the level if you do that huh how does that work it seems to have some kind of content filter. It goes through before. Uh-huh. It, so that's a good thing. That's like well done, well done to um, IO Interactive for that sort of thing because there was a very famous case of a video game years ago, Graham. I'm sorry for bringing this up, but it's sort of related. Um, called Modern Warfare Two, where you could go into a Russian airport and JB's nodding because he's obviously he's heard of this one, where you could literally. Your job was to walk in as a as a uh, a Russian terrorist to an American airport and gun the place down. Yikes! Yeah, you get the option uh, eventually of skipping it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Graham takes a long swig of his cider. Yeah, so I'm saying uh, they've le- clearly video game companies have learned their lesson um, about that about being more sensitive about things, and let's hope. But more people continue to be sensitive about this sort of subject. Lady Foss should have had to do that. But she was sensible to do that as well. So, yeah, it sucks. Um, I'm sure JB saw the same thing happening um, on the news this week as well. Uh, yeah, it, um, it's it's horrific on so many fucking levels. Like, And, I mean, without... I mean, obviously, you guys aren't a, pol- you know, a politics sort of podcast your wrestling podcast so to try and dive in and go as crazy as we can yeah like could could the US look at you know how the UK fix their regulations of course they could are they going to of course not it's just not going to happen so there's no point beating that drum it's just yeah no no one should be going to school or whatever worried about what's going to happen like mm. that, it's so fucked. It's the fact that yeah, someone, someone this week go on, I'm not sure to say it, Fox News, on Fox News, so, and said, and basically turned around and blamed the parents for sending them to that school. I'm like, fuck off. Wow. Read the room, you prick. Wow. And this was a guy who'd lost his kids in a school shooting himself. Mm. I'm like, no, no. Anyway, 
don't I don't think we can add anything more to it, Greg, because I think... It's I, I want to add just a couple of things. Um, it, it was proven that you can do it. Um, Australia did it. Uh, I've heard New Zealand Jeff- famously did it. I've heard Jim Jeffries talk about it. I'm not sure how many years ago it was, but they were suddenly like, this is too much, we're going to stop it, and they did. They, they stopped it. it. It can certainly be done if you want to. It was kind of horrific seeing, obviously, living in America and um, having lots of teaching friends, but so many posts on Facebook this week where I hugged my child a little bit more closely than I normally would. Just like the thought that I could send them to school and they might not come back again is absolutely horrific. And unfortunately, that was the realization for um, a lot of parents this week that something like that could possibly happen where they are. So, yeah, not good, but it was something yeah. that I thought needed talking about. And I, there was a wrestling Agreed. connection that went with it. So it was, it was my little Agreed. choice. All right. Any um, any other bad cop moments? We got uh, ninety seconds for the speed check. Um, kind of hoping if there was no extra good ones, that might suggest there might be a lot of bad ones. I don't know. Anything else for us, JB? Uh, I've got one. Um, okay. The uh, the possibility of a Nottingham wrestling war with uh, with the WES making their debut in Nottingham in, on the fourth of June. Main event is Adam Sher and Alistair Overeem. Pretty sure that's the main event. They're bringing over. It's, it's being run by the guys formerly known as AOP. That's all I know. Like, there's literally no media sort of like sources around it, but they're just flying everyone over, and it's 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 going to be a pretty rough sort of ride if they do well for the uh, local scene in in Nottingham, which is. Th- was thriving last time I heard. So let's hope it doesn't do anything bad to it, and uh, and it's just a one-off. But I'm pretty sure if they do well, they're going to keep coming back. Adam Shirt being Braun Strowman, of course. Yep. Yes. Well, of course that check, the control narrative thing that he was a part of with the former EC3 that went so well. Control narrative, but you can't do these moves, so we don't control our narrative then. <laughs> yeah. they're, not, they're, not, they're not running it I think it's it's the guys from OP um, and you know Paul Ellering's going to be there it's going to like they're bringing over a lot of like you know formal Fandango and if it's, it's uh, a one-off as you say then great but if it's a one-off great if it I, I just get the feeling it won't be yeah well one thing I've learned is one thing I've learned from seeing this information fold, unfortunately, is master one area before you try to go international. For sure, because they can't, they couldn't even get Florida done for the Samania weekend. You know, so um, let's, let's, we'll see about that. All right, Matt, what you got? Okay, Hogan versus Flair. Fuck you, don't want to see it. <laughs> Don't want to see it. Don't want to see it. Hogan should have stopped wrestling after 2002. Uh, Ric Flair should have stopped wrestling when he when he was pinned by the super kick. Um, cameo, Graham, again, meet and greet. They now do on Cameo. Uh, just for a little context, um, if you heard of James Masters, Graham, the actor, he played Spike in Buffy the Vampire Player, for example. Um, uh, $50 for three minutes with him. Uh, by context, you could also, for the same time period, you can meet Nimrod from All Felt No Filter for $2. Who? 
Um, they're puppets, Graham. Uh. They're puppets. Um, and but at the same time, another group, if only another character from uh, from from my theme puppets, fifteen dollars for free for free for three minutes. Go figure. And the last thing I want to talk about here is not related at all. It's um, an ABBA Avatar concert. I know you heard about ABBA. I've got back together again, and I'm doing all these concerts. Stop doing that, Graham. Um, these avatars—they're not even appearing on stage or singing a song. It's all computer generated. They're not even turning up. Hundred and fifty pound a ticket. They're not even going to fucking sing the songs themselves. Get in the fucking bin. <laughs> this is old news. They've had hologram concerts already. It's... Yeah, I know, but at least they've sung were, the songs. They dead, Actually, they were people that were dead though. So yes, yeah, they're dead. not dead. Okay, they, turn, point taken. they turned up to the first show themselves and sat in the front row. What's the fucking point? Point taken. Point taken. All right. I didn't even set the timer for you because I was preparing. Um, my 90 seconds is um, how poor the fan cop moments were this week. We only had three. Thank you, Danny. Best cop moment, Joe Gacy playing mind games with Von Braun Breaker this week on NXT. I like this feud as Gacy has quickly become my favorite current wrestler due to his character work. And worst cop moment, Ric Flair promising to come off the top rope in 2022. Uh, high five, Tom. Back to all positivity. But uh, amazing cop moment. While I was at work, an article by our very own at Brett Jagger, J- Jagger sorry, uh, came across my feed. Not my personal feed, but my work feed. Great job, Brett. And no bad cop moments. And I saw a late one. I thought we only had two, Matt. There's one from a, a Christopher Lewis, I see. Yes. Uh, worst cop moments, gun violence and shootings in America still a thing. This is from over an hour ago. So he didn't hear us just talking about it and just send it. And best cop moments, listening to Matt and Graham arguing about loopholes and winding each other up. Pretty funny. I don't think that made the show, unfortunately. But uh... no, which goes to show that um, he's always, he's always listening. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't have anything. I don't have a bad cop moment. Bad cop moment actually is probably me. Uh, Matt, I haven't watched any wrestling in two weeks. Any anything except for. Um, what I saw when I was at MCW. I haven't watched anything on TV. I haven't even watched any highlights. So I was curious whether I could bluff through a show. Oh, it worked. <laughs> that means I can get away with it again sometime if I need to. I was curious to see if I could do it. I've had like zero notes this time. This is very unlike me. Uh, I think I'm, I don't know. I'm just not caring as much. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Perhaps that's why no one listens anymore, Matt. Perhaps that's why we only had two, two fan comments. Perhaps I need to start taking it a little more seriously. I apologize, fans. I apologize. Maybe, maybe so, Graham. I think I, it's, it's all it's all good, though, big Graham. We still get people to listen to us on a regular basis. It's all good. Good. Bad. Hello, everybody. This is Micah from the Devoid Brand. Now we aren't just a wrestling podcast. We also have the titular, specifically Devoid podcast, our game show that's sweeping across the globe, Devoid Entertainment, and many other select programming you can only find on Specifically Devoid. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Specifically Devoid, and follow us on Twitter at Devoid Podcast. That's capital D, capital P, to stay up to date on all things Devoid. I've been me, you've been you, and we'll see you later. Good! Bad! Citizens, brothers, and the binary others, welcome to episode 194 of Good Cop, Bad Cop. And this is where we do the devil's advocate round. Myself and Graham, our guest will be Huey JB from Chops, Kicks, 
I have not caught Charles Keith. What the heck? Top Keith and Noodles. <laughs> no, I have flashbacks. I sent the tongue twister, but that was terrible. I got. I think I even had the. I need mean, the, the wrong brand. It's not even that brand anymore. I've had a really bad one. Now. I'm going to redo that. That's, that is that saying it? I'm not sure. Is that saying it? I'm not sure. You, that's your choice. You better edit it. <laughs> I can't believe I've done that. I can. Okay. Uh, Sisters, brothers, and a binary others, welcome to episode 194 of Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcasts. Um, there was Advocate Round. This is where. Take myself... two. This is where myself and Graham and JB from the uh, Chat, Grapple, and Cheat Pops podcast. Woo! Good job, Matt. You got it right this time. We find an advocate for each other. JB. As our guest, you get the choice of going first, obviously. So you can you obviously can choose to receive or deliver first. Uh, let's. Uh, I've got I've got one for someone. I'm, I don't. I'm not really sure who's going to go. I think I think Matt, you're going to get this one. I'm okay, of course. And of course, when JB delivers his devil's advocate, anyone out there having a problem with what we're saying and thinking what we're saying is legit and the truth, take it over our lawyer, Michael Pellegrini at Dying Format on Twitter. So what have you got for me, JV? Let's go. Um, Rick Flair's return to the ring against Hulk Hogan should be the start of an Indian summer for Rick. He <laughs> could go to AEW and feud with whoever is champion. Rick Flair needs more money because he needs to pay off the 18 wives he's had. Because he has he, he's got that much anime to pay, so he needs to be to be wrestling more. And when he gets his engine in the summer, he can now go and face Adam Page because CM Punk is too obvious to be the champion. Flair, Page, yes, please. Yeah. Like swallowing, like swallowing razor blades. I like that one. Mm. I like that one. Mm. Ah. That's good. Right. Okay. Right, Matt, what you got for JB? Right, JB. Um, I had I had a really convoluted one, but I've got a much better one since then for you. So your devil's advocate for me is Gabriel Jesus will be Arsenal's saviour next season. Are you kidding? He is an absolute star. He can finish. He can, you know, he's got that whole city pedigree. He's a Premier League winner. He is everything that Arsenal needs. And that is no joke from me. I am really looking forward to it if he arrives and bring him on. I I thought it was supposed to be wrestling related, but then I, I guess we dropped that part of the name, didn't we? Kind of ish. Yeah, so now I've got a lot more scope to work with. A lot more scope to work with. <laughs> you never followed that rule anyway. I'm really I, know, but, I know, but now the lawyer can't go in for it. So I'm not entirely sure if that was actually a softball or not for JB. I, it could be an upgrade, possibly, on the team. I don't know. There's a possibility we could have no strikers by June, so like I'm happy with this at the minute. This is true. Nicotia is out of contract. Give him a contract. Give him a contract, Mikhail, for heaven's sake. Right. Um, Graham, I believe that you are receiving one now from uh, JB. I'm ready. Okay. This, is, uh, this isn't a difficult one, to be fair. This one's quite easy, I think. I think it is, anyway. CM Punk as AEW champion makes so much sense. Let him crush Adam Page this weekend. 
Well, we already talked about the fact that he's the one that's generating all the attention. Give the fans what they want. I think he's shown his time. He's built his way up. He's faced lots of smaller opponents. He's worked his. He's deserved his chance. He's shown the record. He's beat MJF. What's the perfect opportunity? Hangman Page has had his time. Now you move it onto a real star, somebody like CM Punk, and so AEW can go to the next level. That's all right. Well, I thought these that, were supposed to be things that we didn't believe in. <laughs> well, that there was Empire Graham. I love the way that you um, you mentioned the fact of he cr- he cracked off a smaller guy, Darby Allen, MJF in there. I love the way you called him a smaller guy. He faced people like Bobby Fish as well, which in all fairness, like he's not the biggest name on the card. But and he, then like a he paid his dues. He paid and his dues. Move so. on to a bigger name, bigger than John Moxley. <laughs> John Moxley and Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. <laughs> I love the fact that you're putting Punk above them. You absolute fucking mark. <laughs> what have you? What have you got for JB? JB's I came up with uh, literally about two minutes before he came on air because I was like, I don't have one, Matt. So I had to check, fact check with you first. So you assured me that this is right. So I'm going to go with it. Um, If Sasha wants to go on a strop, let her leave. Nobody wants a WrestleMania wrestler with a one and six record anyways. Why would they? She's, She's made her point. It's not the right point. She has to go. Take Naomi with you. Let's be honest. Tag team titles treading water in the first place. So let's get it off the card. Let's make space for some new blood. Let it happen. I've just realised, actually, I think Ronda Rousey has an 0-2 record at WrestleMania, doesn't she? Yes, she does. No, no. One and oh, two. no, she won. She had the she tag team, didn't she? She, she tagged team. She had a one and two record, yes. One and three. Didn't she do some? Did she just appear with the with the Rock, or did she? She didn't have a match, did she? She, she appeared with the main of thirty one. Um, hip tossed uh, Triple H, and then threatened to snap um, Triple Stephanie's arm, which uh, she did. Which she then did three years later. There, there we go. All right, so she has a one and two record. So she's not quite as bad as Sasha. I think that's fair enough. Not yet. All right, Matt. I think it's as left. Do you want to give or receive? Uh, mm. uh, well, I, I will happily deliver to you, Graham. Okay. Okay, it's a simple one, Graham. I am in love with the name Max Dupree. Well, obviously, um, I like French names. <laughs> Who wouldn't like a name like Max Dupree? I have no idea what this is in relation to, but that's perfectly okay. Um, no, um, Jackson is particularly not fond of the French accent. I have no idea why. So whenever we get an opportunity, I always mention things that are French or French sounding. So for that reason alone, I'd obviously like somebody like Max Dupree. And now you can tell me why I'm defending this. Max Dupree is the new name for LA Knight. Shut up. <laughs> I thought it was Rene Dupree's brother or something. Max what? Dupree, Max Dupree, D U P R. Why are they changing it again? Because they've they could. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. They've they've also made him a manager of a male modeling company. Oh for God! And the models in question are Mace and Mansoor. Okay, so I, I saw that it was um, a dark, it was one of the dark matches before, and he was coming out as a manager. So I guess yeah. they were trying it and they liked how it worked. And why not? LA Knight or Eli Drake or whatever you want to call him. I guess they didn't, cha- I guess they just changed it from Eli Drake. So I guess fair enough. So this they've is their com- first. They've completely changed his character completely. Okay. All right. If it's somebody who's good on the mic, then I could. Oh, I could- 
accident. He's better than Mike. We know this, obviously. I mean, yeah, I think um, his last match in NXT was against uh, Bron Breaker as well. So it's not a bad way to go up the main roster. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, you did hear me say that I hadn't watched any wrestling in two weeks. So I'm yeah, but this has been all over Twitter, Graham. So I'm just there were a few name changes. Um, I did see as well. I'm trying to remember. There was one that was like the tiniest name change. It was um, it was somebody from Imperium. It was changed from... They changed the letter in his name. I can't remember what it was. They changed like a V to a W or something. It was like the smallest name change. And he said it was something that Vince really liked. Vince really likes this new name, so I can't remember what it is. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Uh, the fact it was such a, diff- such a minute change, game, I didn't notice that, no. I, I can't remember who it is. Um, it's... If you saw my Twitter post on uh, on the New Japan Pro Wrestling event, I said Jackson reminds me of, and I tagged the person um, from WWE who's in Imperium. He looked just like him. I can't think what his name is. It used to be Fabian somebody. I, I can't think what his name is now. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what I mean, yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, I, I can't remember who it is, though. I can't remember who it is. All right. Yes. All right, the one I have for you, i got to look it up because I honestly don't remember what it is now. Oh, that, of course, that's what it was. Um, Matt, thank you for uh, assisting me in making this devil's advocate work even better. Um, sometimes I mention things just so I can use them in a devil's advocate later. And the fact that you continue doing this, I was like, oh, great, perfect. Of course, you had no idea I had this as your devil's advocate, but this was written a while ago. All right, your devil's advocate for me is Tony Khan should book an AEW event on the rainiest day of the year for a pay-per-view at Wrigley Field, with the main event being Samoa Joe just talking in a plastic poncho like WrestleMania 37. Samoa Joe is great on the mic in general, Graham. Having him selling him in a Wrigley Field in the middle of a ring, the, the heavens pouring down it's going to sell tickets people were happy watching him wrestlemania 37 night one doing just that didn't care about all that samoa joe would all be better than punk and wrigley field i i once i wrote that story down i immediately thought of oh if it did rain and i was like what more iconic image is there of wrestling in the rain than samoa joe in a poncho but then realized since samoa joe is now part of aew and it was like all right that, that's my devil's advocate i was like that, that that pretty much writes itself i didn't even mention samoa joe you brought up samoa joe in his raincoat and i was like perfect i, I love that you've done that so you all i, you, I knew that you would know the reference anyway but I always do this, Graham, don't I? I always do this. Oh, well, it was, it was all good. It was all good. It worked perfectly. JB, thank you so much for appearing on our show. We didn't talk about the podcast at the start, because and we know that you've done that before. So this is definitely time to plug. Tell us where we can find you on Twitter. Tell us where we can find the show. Uh, if you're selling T-shirts as well on Pro Wrestling T-shirts, tell us about that. <laughs> the, the floor's all yours. Promote away. We would never work with a Chicago company like PWT. <laughs> that should have been the devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find us uh, at Chat Grapple Pops across Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the same handle wherever we are. Um, you can buy our merch. We do have some stuff on Redbubble. So if you, you know, want to check that out, by all means, check us out there. It's the same. It's always Chat Grapple Pops. You know, you can find it anywhere. Hit that, you'll see, you'll see our, you know, Google us, you know, you'll find it. Um, lots of weird things, weird and wonderful things on there, including like badges and stickers, and I believe a clock. I think Chris's <laughs> idea of a clock was a thing, and it's there's a chat grapple and cheat pops clock out there. Like, I personally wasn't the biggest fan of that idea, but I, 
I'd like to point out that JP is emphasizing the L quite a lot for I'm a good reason. <laughs> I'm doing my best not to confuse that with any, anything else. Um, yeah, you can, um, if you want to listen, you can, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on all the good stuff, and obviously the YouTube channel as well, which I will say to slap our bells as usual and subscribe and give us a look, and you'll see lots of weird clips and. Yeah, we we do our best. We try. We try. We love you guys. I, I normally listen to, well, obviously podcast is a very audio thing. I, I normally do just listen to podcasts. There are a few exceptions where I will actually go and watch on YouTube. Uh, one of them is um, a wrestling corner where, uh, sorry, Indie Wrestle Corner. I think that's the correct name. Um, where Tiffany's interviewing wrestlers because you can see the interaction. You can, I, I like to see that part of it. Uh, and yours is one where I've done that as well. Um, there is, I like to see the reaction from you guys, particularly when you're trying to make each other laugh as well. Or, <laughs> or Chris will say something, you'll get him going, or vice versa. Um, and particularly when you had Bishop on your show as well. That that was one I was like, yeah, I, I want to watch this. I don't just want to listen to it. I, w- I want the full experience. Um, I promise I was listening to you. I was looking down at my phone. I was not being rude. I was like, I don't think I added them on facebook so i I have fixed that now i don't think i even realized that you were on facebook so um i I obviously followed you on twitter i have corrected that um that error by by following you on facebook now as well thank you you so much for having me like it was uh i know it was a short notice thing and like we you know we've managed to get it together and i'm i'm so glad that we you know managed to do this again i i love this whole dynamic i think it's a great idea for a show and it's different it's unique and no one else no one else dare copy it because you know they, <laughs> i don't think they could pull it off because we already copied it from somebody else <laughs> we, we totally stole this <laughs> but they don't know so we're, we're exactly. okay it doesn't they, don't care. It doesn't they won't care grant we don't make money it's fine no, we but, don't make any money from it yeah. it was fine yeah no i screwed up i should say for context i we got so out of the habit because we didn't record last week and then it got to the middle of the week i was like I can't record. I can't record this week. I was like, shoot, I better find Matt. I was like, Matt, are you even available to record? And then you were like, well, we can do Friday. I was like, all right, we'll go with Friday. And then it was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, we, we're we really bad at this now, Matt. But I think also now we're near 200 what episodes. What is we? <laughs> Sorry, me. Because you refuse to do it because you know it's a difficult job. But now I kind of got to the point where it's like, hey, if it, it'll all work out fine in the end. It, it doesn't matter if we have... 10 minutes notice if we have no minute if whatever we know something will happen and um i think next week's going to be a little different as well from what we talked about already. yeah I'm, I'm taking a week off next week we had four different dates that we discussed and none of us are available for both of them that that's how that's how out of sync we are with each other i proposed, i said look i can't do saturday because i have graduation at school can you do friday and you said you can't do friday for a perfectly legitimate reason so your counter proposal was Thursday, and I said, "Look, I can't do Thursday," and then it became Saturday, uh, Sunday. So Sunday. I can't like, do Sunday until like too late, as far as I was concerned. Like, to eleven o'clock Eastern, because Graham, I'm rolling dice before that, and I can't reschedule for the people. That's fine. So I said, "Look, I can, I can sort it out, or you can take a guest." And I think we, I think we agreed that you're okay with me doing it. So Absolutely I think fine. I have somebody who um, wants to come on the show who can actually do a Friday. So I was like, "All right, I'll, I'll, I'll run, I'll run with this one." I look forward to this Instagram on my walk. There you go, JB. Thank you once more again, buddy. It's been an absolute blast and a pleasure and a privilege to have you uh, on this you. week. Thank Absolutely. you for inviting me on. It's been, uh, it's been a blast. Absolutely. Go check him out, guys. Graham will be back next week. I'll be back in two. 
Take care, guys. Um, for heaven's sake, be kind to each other. Uh, we're out of here. Boom. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.